recording? Yes. But if oh, we're going right. to go for the, are we going to go for the Jimmy Savile sp- special? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> My hands sweating. <laughs> so when you think Savile, what do you think? You think nice suits, obviously. So mm. we're all dressed in our shell suits today Absolutely. for the Jimmy Savile special. <gasps> Absolutely, the best. The best. Sunday best, isn't it? What do you think of when you think of Jimmy Savile, Tom? Right. Well, I've actually. Let's kick off. I've done a. Uh, Spider di- diagram here. Sir Jimmy Savile in the middle, let's not forget, sir. Underlined. Um, coming up, coming off it, I've got some obvious uh, cigar. Yeah, yep. tick. Tick. Uh, disco, invented disco. Well, claim first person to play two discs at the same time, thus inventing the discotheque. Fact. Is that fact? Well, if he claims it, it probably is fact, yeah. Right. Uh, Tracksuit just mentioned, but synonymous with Jimmy. Can we, he's, 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 he's eccentric, and obviously we, it's, it's... Can we change know. that to tracksuit stroke shell suit? Stroke shell suit, yeah. I appreciate But that. he is an eccentric. Tobacco-coloured hair. He was, he was... Well, I've got here white hair. Was it ever brown? No. no I've never seen it's a picture of him. Even in black and white, it's white. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how long has that been? I white? think it's tobacco-coloured. <laughs> tobacco-coloured? Living person most closely resembling Wurzel Gummidge. That's, that's what, I think, when I, what I think of the hair. He's not living also, anymore, also, also terrifying. Well, when he was living, he was. Um, well, Wurzel Gummidge is never been alive. Yeah. I think he's a fictional character. Isn't Stoke what Mandeville, everyone's uh, favourite spinal injuries. £40 million pounds raised for charity. £42 million. Yeah. 42, oh sorry. Absolutely. It's gone out since yesterday, has it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's gone out since yesterday, Tom, has it? Let's be honest. Um, zero tolerance. Jimmy, Sir Jimmy invented zero tolerance. Clunk click every trip. Is that on there? Clunk click? No, not, not really. But uh, The Duchess, very yeah. close to his mother. The Duchess. Um, so that's nice. Um, Jim the Pill. Oh, Do you remember Jim the yeah. Pill from the Louis Theroux? Louis Theroux, yeah. Uh, I've, I have watched it by that. And Louis Theroux. Jim the Pill. Obviously you can associate him with Jimmy Savile. Um, but let's, uh, let's go with... Sorry, I, I was half asleep through some of that. Did you mention underpants? No. Well, why wouldn't you? How many pairs of underpants has he got? <laughs> or did he have, rather? <laughs> That's just good travel etiquette, though, isn't it, boy? Well, no, he had that, one he had that all the time. Well, it wasn't just that he took them with him. Surely it was always... Yeah, no, just... Wash them at night, hang them up. Hang them up, they'll fresh dry in the, the morning. Thing. Yeah, fresh pants. It's fine. So you only need to wear How often did he cook? You only need to wear no one cooker. pair. Never, never cooked on no cooker made. No brain damage, that's what he said. Yeah. Um, but let's get to what everyone's talking about, that photo with Peter Sutcliffe and Frank Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen it, obviously. I've not seen it, no. Right. You've not seen it? This is what everyone's talking about, is it? I've not seen it. Have you really not seen it? There's no. a photo of Frank Bruno and Peter Sutcliffe. And yeah, with Jimmy Savile introducing oh, right. Oh, I'm, oh, right, really? You've must, the right. only thing I've been doing is reading the um, the uh, Forgotten Have I Got News For You script. Oh, right. I was going to do a... Well, yeah, made up. Well, of course, you, yeah, made up or not made up. Yeah, no, because someone's up, told yeah. you it's now made up. Oh, so that you believe that that's made up. Yeah. Hang on a minute, I don't want to go down this road. <laughs> well, I don't know where you are. Can I put a few disclaimers out? <laughs> right, you are. Well, let's find that picture. Actually, do we want to find this picture? Well, you, you have a look for it. In the There's meantime. a picture of Jimmy Savile. I imagine he's got a de- uh, record disc either side of his head and Frank Bruno in one arm and no. Peter Sutcliffe, the Yorkshire Ripper, in the other hand. What's the Yorkshire Ripper doing you, out of prison? It, well, this is this what point. I wanted to... Uh, well, no, I think it's in some sort of correctional some, facility, some facility or something. Or I don't know what Mr. Jimmy's done. He's taken Frank with him to meet the... Meet the uh, Yorkshire Ripper, it's I don't know. Well, whilst, whilst you go, you'll see it come up in my Google history. There you go. 
Sounds like a good Google history. <laughs> oh dear, what was it? Oh, oh server not found. That's, that's a shame. shame. So I'm taking it down because it's not I'm real. Not connected to connected to your wireless, am I? Oh, I'll blame my wireless. I don't need. Right, right. Why don't you connect to his wireless? In the meantime, we, we a couple of other discussion points. His number plate for his roller. Oh, go on. I've seen that. JS two four seven, which I immediately read as being Jimmy Savile twenty four seven. Yeah, obviously he's a twenty four seven guy in intense. But no, apparently that's the original Radio One wavelength. Oh, fact two four seven. So nice. I'd have preferred if it was just Jimmy Savile 24 For the benefit of the people who are not able to see Tom's laptop screen right now, he has produced a picture of Sir James Savile in the background, cigar in hand, tracksuit on, advertising Capital Gold FM. <laughs> and there is somebody who looks like Pete Sutcliffe. I'm not sure if it is. He looks like a thin Pavarotti wearing a purple shell suit. That's the he looks with like a very that, wiry like hair uh, and Darius on the X Factor. He looks like that as well. <laughs> And I think that's Look either George Ellicobi or Frank Bruno on the right. Frank Bruno is offering quite a ladylike shake there. I don't know why you haven't seen this before. It, it seems that Peter Sutcliffe. Like it does ring a bell, but well, it seems that Pete, Jimmy it's not Savile committed to memory. It seems that Jimmy Savile has picked up Peter Sutcliffe naked <laughs> and said, "Here, Pete, I've got some clothes for you." <laughs> if you. Now then, now then, now then. If people could look, find the photo Did, on the internet. Then basically, find I think what's happened is Sutcliffe has um, been selected for Jim will fix it, and Jim will has fixed it for him to have a purple shell suit no, and no, to meet Peter Frank Sutcliffe Bruno. Wrote a letter and said, "Jim will stop. Please, can you fix it for me to wear your clothes <laughs> and meet Frank Bruno?" Dear Jim, dear Jim will, can I spend a day in your shoes? <laughs> Better than that, spend a day in my shoes and my shell suit. And what I'd normally be doing on a Wednesday is shaking hands with Frank Bruno. <laughs> I don't understand how it happened. No. Can you read some um, extracts from the forgotten uh, script of uh, the off camera? No, I can't because I can't, can't get on the internet. Well, I've got it bookmarked on the Wazitland, haven't I? For those of you who didn't listen to episode one, (laughs) the Wasik Lantern is a handheld computer. So if you've got uh, Peter Sutcliffe, the Yorkshire Riffer, and Frank Bruno... The Yorkshire Riffer, did you just call it? The Riffer. (laughs) Just jamming with Frank Bruno and uh, Savile. Obviously, you'd want to bring along a professional photographer. That's standard. Just to, you know, commemorate the moment. So that's probably... uh, Explains the picture, doesn't it? I mean, that picture actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, the camera doesn't lie, if um, I'm not mistaken. So, nothing but fond memories of Sir Jimmy. I went, when I think of uh, Jimmel, I think of his drawer. <laughs> not his drawers, not his pants that he washes every day, but just the drawer where he just gets his medals out. Yeah. And I, when I, I mentioned. Um, <laughs> Does anyone want to talk about some sport? No, oh, no, we're not moving on to that yet. I've got loads more. No, I was, what I was saying was um, <laughs> when I mentioned. <laughs> I was. Yeah. I mentioned that we we might do a Jimmy Savile special for the podcast the other day to one yeah. of our followers, who uh, <laughs> just made the made the suggestion that those those fixits someone has to pay for them, didn't they? I've, I've read that. 
Mm, so for, for the people who are expecting this podcast to come out on Monday, uh, editing's taken a little bit longer <laughs> than, we, than we anticipated, so apologise for the 24-hour delay and you hearing Three Men in the Podcast, episode two. Three Men in the Podcast? Three Men in the Podcast. <laughs> Tom sold the humour. <laughs> oh, uh, I didn't sell the humour. I put it up on Gumtree, no takers. Nothing. Strange a bit of concern. Mm. No one's stumbled upon it yet. It's a bit of concern. No one's, no one's been searching specifically for Ford Puma. Uh, no, question, questionable not. history. Well, the, <laughs> the, the worry is when I had the other car on there, it was like four sympathy hand for the benefit of the viewers who <laughs> can't see Tom. Was that it was f- like for four phone calls on the f- evening f- that it went up? Was um, that the Ford no, Cat? It's been on since what? Well, yeah, it's since Wednesday and nothing. So mm-hmm. if anyone That's does true. want a Puma, seriously, yeah, it's there. What's the, capac- what's the capacity months? in litres? One point seven. So it's expensive. No, no, sure. no. The capacity of the cabin. Because right, I'm pretty sure my freezer's got more capacity than Ford Puma. Liters <laughs> wise, that is probably true. Can I just read some? Uh, my rucksack. I'd like to read some lyrics from the Rolling Stones' "Stray Cat Blues" on the Beggars Banquet album, 1968. I can see that you're 15 years old. No, I don't want your ID. I can see you're so far from home. It's no hanging matter. It's no capital crime. So Mick Jagger. Mm. Sir Mick Jagger. Is he Sir? Isn't it? So, yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, that's that's uh, Mick Jagger, isn't it? How about John Peel? Oh, fifteen-year-old wife. Fact. Fact. Brought her home from the states. Fact. Fact. Where's Bill Wyman? He's up there on the wall. Bill Wyman, ex-Rolling Stones bassist. In 1983, he started dating. Mandy Smith, who was 13 at the time. Oh, 13. So, okay, Bill Wyman was 18. No, he wasn't 18. He was 47 at the time. Oh, there we go. Good grief. Oh, 13 year old Mandy Smith. Is this just rock and roll? Let me play devil's advocate again. It's 1995. Hang on. Okay. Cool Britannia hasn't happened yet, but it's Mm. on its way. You can smell what's, it. What's the, the top of the charts? Uh, Ace of Base. Ooh. Half your months. Well, apt. 15 year, <laughs> 15 year old Pug Jordan Ooh. has got 15? ticket. Yeah. It's 1995. Yeah, what, before October? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Because I was since you think I was 16 then before. 15 year old Pug Jordan has got tickets. You've just named me. Is that alright? Uh, yeah. Good. 15-year-old Pug Jordan has got tickets to TFI Friday. Mm-hmm. I didn't go. It was... Hang on, I'm painting a picture here. 15-year-old Pug Jordan has got tickets to TFI this Friday. This is an imaginary picture. Oh, I okay. That's a picture name. Yeah. 15-year-old Pug Jordan is approaching six foot. He's got a healthy head of hair, parted in the... <laughs> parted in the centre. <laughs> Styled in the then fashion of curtains, framing his face either side, left and right. Curtains. Nice. Can I marry this man? <laughs> <laughs> he's six and a half foot. He's confident. He probably looks a bit older than he On flop. Actually, I like is. that's on record as well. <laughs> Absolutely. He goes to TFI Friday. That's a great time. He's with a couple of mates. He's not being propositioned by uh, Chris Evans, is he? Whoa, let's get there. But he gets invited backstage somehow. Well, he would do. Strapping mad like that. He sits down, finds himself on his own. Someone sits next to him. Who's next to him? Lads mag favourite Zoe Ball. Oh, 
She doesn't recognise 15-year-old Jordan. Why would she? But, you know, they're both having a drink. They're getting on. They're chatting, laughing. Was Zoe Ball really a lad's mate? Yeah. yeah she was. She was the first lad's mate. Of course she was. Yeah. Really? They're talking. They're laughing. They're drinking. Pug looks older than 15. 15-year-old Pug Jordan looks older than 15. Fat boy Slim comes on the radio. Oh, we'll get there. Zoe Ball leans in. Just what you're both going to say, Zoe Ball reveals all then. <laughs> <laughs> Pushes a curtain behind Pug's ear tenderly. Oh. Things are heating up. They're looking into each other's eyes. We're going to have to put this podcast under erotica. It's right. Sorry. <laughs> Donk. Donk. At that moment, Evans bursts in. He's shouting. He's just bought a radio station and he's married Billy Piper or something. At that moment, the spell was broken. At, at that point, Zoe Ball goes off on her life. Evans introduces her to Fatboy Slim. Poe Jordan goes his own other way. How do you feel about that? Gutted. Relieved and gutted. <laughs> 15 years old. Yeah, never been kissed. So. I think it's slightly different because, you know, 15 year old Pug Jordan, you know, he's a man of the world, isn't he? He can handle himself. Yeah. <laughs> he's girls like Ball for breakfast, didn't he? Back sure. in the day, 1995. Yeah. Free Cool Britannia and all that. What am I supposed to be scared of? I don't know. Well, if I change it to Johnny Ball. Yeah, very yeah, scared. Worrying. Nice, is it? Very worrying. So anyway, you see where I was going for that? Yeah. It, it's how you see things, Tom, isn't it? There's two sides to every story. Mm. You mm. probably wouldn't have minded, would you? No, but I think it's always different. With But she would still have been wrong, isn't it? She, well, let's not discuss Ball's motives. Obviously, that would have been... Wow. TFI right. Friday wasn't running in 95. It was... Don't forget your toothbrush. Is, it? Is that what? Yeah, so, so. so basically, I'm flicking my light switch on and off with <laughs> when Zoe Ball tucking one of my curtains behind my ear. <laughs> yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. I've been painting the house for the last been a busy boy, forever, and uh, I've got nothing better to do than wallow in my own thoughts, which brings me to think about things like what things have you ever literally done? Literally. So, for example, I once literally bit off more than I can chew Ooh. I did that in Amsterdam in the middle of a steak sandwich I bit off a really chewy bit and it was in my mouth and it was so big I couldn't chew it I was in polite company I couldn't spit it out and there was nothing I could do with it so that was a question what have you yeah. so I on a banana skin yeah oh, oh, the reason I the reason I thought about it was because I was painting and I was thinking paint dry. who's ever no who's ever painted themselves into a corner Oh, Who's nice. painting floors? Yeah. I've mocked myself into a corner. Pretty sure. Well. The wife was off that day. You get them shares of clean next last week. I think the only thing I Go back. probably oh, yeah. one. ever literally done is probably shot through the Ivan Eagle. <laughs> And you think I'm joking. And your mum cleared it up. <laughs> yes, he did. Swept it up. He did. <laughs> Mops it up if it's going through the eye of a needle. How um, big was the needle? Not that big, actually. Um, the other thing, you reminded me of something else then that we were going to discuss. Other people, the feedback from podcast one. Oh, yeah, that's people So positive. People Thanks have, for getting in touch. Yeah, How can they get in touch, boy? Uh, tweet us. Tweet us. At three men and a puma. There's no Facebook because Pugs decided not to do that. Facebook. Well, there'll be Facebook in time, but at the moment we don't need to do Facebook, do we? What else do people say? Bill said, oh, why don't we get Stan Collymore in one of our shows? He does some of his best work. When yeah, like in that. the car, something like that. Like that. <laughs> Lol. 
same person said, why don't you talk about your life experiences or things you've experienced? I take it you don't want a whole show devoted on watching your side win the Premier League. Ooh. Boom! Oh, he went there, didn't he? Rush him to the burns, you done him. <laughs> Boy, did you get that one? Oh, no, I didn't. Hashtag owned. 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 owned with a capital P. Can you fill in the gaps? So that no. There it's are just, there are people out there like me that don't understand that. Girls, mainly. What do you understand? And moving on, so the summer of sport. The summer of sport, that links us perfectly to the summer of sport. Um... 2012, I think, as everyone knows, has been a cracking year for sport, so much so that some people still don't even know that Mo Farah is going to win Sports Personality of the Year. If it's not Mo Farah, who do you think will win the Sports Personality of the Year? Bear in mind, we've had a, we've had a, fantastic, a fantastic... Kevin Peterson's shown a bit of personality, hasn't oh, he? I've written that down, boy. These pr- provocative texts. I was yeah. going to ask you, because that's the sport you like. If you're it? actually going to use personality... If you're going to say sports personality yeah. of the year, don't just go, well, you've won a lot and you've done all right, yeah. but you actually you don't right? ever speak or do anything. Well, Kevin Peterson, he stirs it up, doesn't he? He's, he's kicked the hornet's nest. The girl what kicked the hornet's <laughs> nest, or whatever it's called. He's that girl. He is that girl. He hasn't got like a mobot or a lightning bolt, though, has he? Oh, well, fucking them. That's what yeah. we need, boy. He's had like that little badger flash in his hair, though, mm. back in the day. Paralympics, does that count or not? Yeah, that's in there as well. I, I, didn't I, I didn't buy into the Paralympics quite so much. Either. It's not the competition there, is there? It's, it's, it's too. It's strange. I don't really understand how you can pit two people against each other yeah. that have very. I think you're missing varying... the point of the Paralympics here, aren't you? You're missing the point of the Paralympics. Yeah, the I know. Paralympics isn't about who wins gold. It's about the fact that oh, they're, the fact they're all there. Oh, that's fantastic. the bronze medal Everyone's is worthy of the gold medal. Yeah, no, but you still need yeah. the you still need the element of competitiveness to make it watchable, though. Do you? I think you do. Everyone knew you think Bolt was going to win, but if he was still tuned in and they want to see the fastest no, man in the world. He can still, no, but he wasn't running so well beforehand. You can still he still wasn't running so well beforehand. Of course he was running so well beforehand. It was just in his practice run. You think Bolt was always going to win 100 and 200 metres. Always. There was never any doubt. But people tuned in because they want to see the fastest man on the planet. They don't want to see the most good-looking man on the planet. That's David Beckham. They don't want to see the tallest man on the planet. That's Peter Crouch. They want to see the fastest man on the planet. They knew he was going to win. He is the fastest man that's ever lived, and they just wanted to see the spectacle. And I think that's the same with the Paralympics. You tune in because you just want to see the spectacle. These people going out of their way just to be the best they can be and do the best they can, whether that's winning gold, whether that's finishing last. Sometimes the thing with sport is that's just it. It's not about winning the Olympics, it's about doing your best. And I think that's why the Olympics captivated country yeah, but if, that, if that's the case then <laughs> that's the difference why the Olympics. Did, it's an outdoor sport you just do why your best didn't, why don't you spend all of June watching kids doing their GCSEs I'm not saying you didn't I don't think I did my <laughs> best I don't think I did my best in my GCSEs Richard no but you might have wanted to watch kids oh well tight loyal listener you might have wanted to uh, to watch kids doing their GCSEs that's what I was saying the Ryder Cup was an unbelievable spectacle that was phenomenal yeah, yeah. it was very very good the best thing about it was the Americans go there is no way they will come back from this we have totally won this I think and lo and behold no you hadn't do you know the, the, the strange thing that I always found with the Ryder Cup and I did enjoy it uh, last weekend but the thing that I've always found funniest about the Ryder Cup is that England are on the, are on the team of Europeans when really yeah, like England that. should be with the USA against the Europeans. Why? Why? Because we don't, we don't. 
We're not part of Europe, it's it's that's, that's our continent, the European yeah. continent. Yeah. But, oh, so we've got a uh, oh, loyal listener we'll calling. Come, we'll come back to this. We're not part of Europe. We are. Right, and I'll come back to this. Hello, Alex. You're through to the Three Men in a Puma podcast. What's your thoughts been the last week, uh, Alex? Anything caught your eye in the news? Mostly just been following the Savile debacle. The Savile row? <laughs> <laughs> What's that all about, eh? I mean, well, what, what do you think, Maggie? Is he sad, or did you expect it? Um, I've gone down the line of it's not shocked me, and I think that's what has shocked me. Yeah. It's, it's sad, because... You know, we've we've held Jimmy Savile in uh, high regard over the years with his charity work and his general um, eccentricness, but now eccentricity, sorry, and now it's been left with you know tobacco sour taste in my mouth. A national uh, sigh of relief. I I think you've echoed the sentiments (laughs) of Esther Ranson. (laughs) (laughs) It's um, it's difficult to accept, but you look at it now and you think, oh, of course. He was a big bloke. He was a wrestler. He was. He certainly. I'm surprised. Given the support that Jimmy Savile offered uh, Paul Gadd during his hard times, I'm surprised mm. that Paul Gadd hasn't come out to support Jimmy Savile. <laughs> Paul Gadd. <laughs> you, know, you want to be in my game, my game, my game? Gary Glitter. You've not, you've not heard of Gary Glitter? Gary Glitter's not his real name. Yeah, that's not his name. Gary Glitter's not his real name. Yeah, Alex, your mate Dave Glitter, that's not really his surname. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the other one, isn't it? Yeah. I've actually got, I've got, I've actually got a, a Paul Gad stroke, not stroke, <laughs> Paul Gad uh, slash, not a slash, Paul Gad Gary Glitter story. Uh, first, someone I used to work with many years ago when I was living in the West Country. Um, Gary Glitter, before he got sent to prison and stuff. He used to live in a village called Wedmore, which is just outside Glastonbury. And the, my work colleague uh, once ran Gary Glitter over whilst driving through Wedmore. Uh, that's my Gary Glitter story. I actually know somebody who ran Gary Glitter over. But he bounced back, so... Oh. <laughs> Apparently he bounced back. No, he fell, he fell into, he fell into a, a ditch. I was going to say grassy knoll then, but I thought he'd bring someone else into the place. But he, no, it was a ditch. Yeah, brilliant. Well, well, cheer for bringing up, Alex, during the uh, the pod. So thanks very much for that. We appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, um, thanks for your support. Right. I'll listen to it when it comes out. Take care, lads. Yeah, right. oh, take Cheers. it easy, mate. Yeah, great to hear from you, Alex. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Real nice feature, that. If you uh, want to be involved. Yeah, then, how can uh, people be involved? In how can people get in touch with Three Men and a Puma, boy? Well, if they, uh, if they express an interest, I think, on Twitter. Yeah, feedback, that's what we're looking for. Uh, yeah. Alex said he wanted to get involved, and exactly. uh, we said, "Don't sit back." Call this time in this place. Don't sit back. Lean forward. Yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. wind. We'll wind down the window and have a chat to you. Three men and Puma. Oh, like it. We'll uh, like pull up it. the technology truck and a lay-by, and you can hop in for a minute or two. <laughs> yeah. As Alex just showed, literally, 
Going back to the Ryder Cup anyway. I haven't quite finished there, have I? <laughs> yeah, we're not part of Europe, you bozo. No, I say I find it very strange in this time, day, whatever it is. No, that, you're not going to argue that, about how that, we are. That we, we, should be on, uh, we should be on the same time as the USA. Because we speak the same language. Not just because of that. Because uh, we have nothing in common with Europe. Nothing in common with Europe. Whatsoever. Apart from being on the same continent. <laughs> and that, that's it. That's it. We have nothing in common. That's quite important. Our language. Nothing in common economically. Nothing in common language. No, our language is culturally, taken from culturally, Europe. Culturally, we have nothing similar. All of our language is from Europe. We have not. We don't. We, we can't even speak. Your argu- we can't communicate with these people. Of, your argument should be USA should be part of Europe. Yeah. No, because they've got nothing in common with South America. Well, everything well, we do, we buddy yeah, up with the Yanks. They're all European as or well. Canada. Oh yeah, that's right. They're all European. I'm just putting out there. There shouldn't be an Americas. Well, is what you're saying? I think. Uh, not that it should be America's. We should actually be realising, yeah, one minute we're saying, oh, let's go and beat the Yanks. I think actually, the, Yanks. the way to look at it, it should be, the Ryder Cup should be Europe versus the UK, and the UK incorporates the USA and yes. Canada, because they might as well be part of us. Yes, correct. The, that, mo- yeah. the motherland. That is what I'm saying, yeah. That, exactly that. Some sort of Commonwealth uh, game scenario. Yeah, something where the Queen sort of rules them all, as she should do. She's had busy, busy, isn't she? She has. She's been. She's been uh, work, working her socks off. She ought to put them up for a bit. Her dogs are probably barking. Ooh. Not the <laughs> not, de- not, not no, the dead one. one. <laughs> but I say one of them I know is not barking. Let's get on to my highlight of the 2012. Was was Andy Murray of all the sports? Andy Murray was my highlight of 2012. Why would he do? Well, he's done two. He's he's won two he's things, won, hasn't he? He's, he's won, won a Grand Slam and an Olympic gold medal yeah. and a silver medal. Well, if you like Andy Murray, that's great. At, at a time, at a God. time when um, the the people he's up against are some of the greatest tennis players that have ever lived. Andy Murray. Nadal didn't play in the Olympics, though, did he? Just generally, he didn't play in the in the US either. Mm. But oh. <laughs> so I'm not basically, Murray. he's playing I'm, against a weakened team. Yeah, he's playing yeah. against Roger Federer, the greatest tennis player of all time, and Novak Djokovic, who now can beat Roger was, Federer, the greatest tennis the greatest player of all time. time. Yeah, done. But every dog has his day. Murray's beaten Federer throughout the years. He has a very good head-to-head record with Roger Federer. Yeah, so if, you like, if you like Andy Murray, great, but I'm I don't, not, I'm not, not like really Andy, Andy Murray. Murray fan. Not, I do like Andy Murray, though. Yeah, well, so you do, because it's the highlight of the summer. Yeah, I just think it is the highlight of my, the most important summer is Andy Murray, who is a Britain who's at the top of his field. Yeah, I don't think tennis players are playing for their country. Though. They're playing for no, their I'm not saying he's playing for his country. He was in the Olympics. His country is Scotland. <laughs> but I'm not, uh, it doesn't interest me if they play for their yeah they play for their countries so that's yeah. by association he is uh, the yeah. boy from Dunblane it's like a, I had on another podcast when they when they win yeah. they have to they have to go off and get their all their like wristwatches on because they're all sponsored by yeah, their, yeah, yeah. all their stuff and Federer puts his little RF stuff on have to scamper away before well, the that happens and all that happens for Man United Tom you see the promo clips they take of their Headlock watches or whatever, or other such watches. Yeah, I know, but when you see him scrabbling around his kit bag. I think that happens in all sports. That's just, that's the yeah. same. I don't think we'll be touching on that, do we? Leaves me cold. Leaves me cold. I think that's the same in all sports, though, Tom. I don't think that's just tennis. I mean, that happens all over the shop. Fair point, fair point. Oh, you've made me upset now, thinking about <laughs> that. Andy Murray scrabbling Bradley around in Bradley his bag. Wiggins hasn't really got sideburns. He just puts them on so he gets a free scooter. <laughs> I don't what you're saying. Yeah. Female boxers. Do you think women should box? Yeah, why not? They, that's what they want, isn't it? Equality. Mm. I'll tell you what, let them pay for dinner and then take them out for a bloody good box. 
dust up in the pub cup. <laughs> what are we up to this weekend? Oh, this weekend, uh, I, we are going to see some, I guess you'd call it stand-up. It's a show, but I guess you'd call it stand-up. We're going to see a comedian who is on Twitter, like we are. So that's one thing in common. And is very prolific in the podcasting arena. A, po- a podcast and comedian. Plays a podcast, uh, or makes a podcast rather, that is just himself playing himself at Super. snooker whilst commentating on himself and refereeing. All the, all the same person. <laughs> me one versus me two snooker. Like it. My understanding is the ratings of it have gone steadily downwards oh, but if you can stick with it there are occasional moments of uh, humour what, what what show are we going to see him do this weekend because it's not snooker is it Richard it's a player on the name of the number or the thing that you would get if you dialed is it 123 now on the phone did you dial 123 what did you get I thought, what, talking I thought. clock oh talking clock I mean he's not talking clock is he he's talking cock which brings us on to saying what's everyone's favourite Name for the man, the man part. Good question. At school, when we um, when we were at big school, which we all went to together, there was a young lad in our year who used to call it his wee man, which it's wee man. Yeah, which I thought was a bit odd. I wish I'd done a spoiler diagram for this. I did one for Jimmy Savile. I didn't know how to do one for penis, penises. No, mm. winky. That's a fun. That's a fun winky. Well, that's my favourite. If I'm honest, yeah. the Winky. You know, Child friendly. If I, yeah, not the name. Not the everyone name. loves. Everyone loves Winky. <laughs> I can't believe we're fucking. The only thing we talk about this week is fucking a cock and Jimmy fucking Savile. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we'd talk about Mel Cockrum to get ourselves away yeah. from fucking Savile and just come straight back to him. So, two, do you call yours your Jimmy Savile? <laughs> we're, we're basically talking about two things with uh, purple heads and strange hair. Ooh. Ooh, nice. there it is. And wispy, random white hairs. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and bad and teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and a whiff of tobacco. Yeah. And strange, wrinkly, saggy bits yeah. everywhere. Tweet us your favourites. Tweet. Point. Just tweet us what yeah. you like to call your That's a great little bit of interaction there with our listeners. Uh, we're going to see someone talking about Tammy Banana. 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 Um, if you want to tweet us your favourites, you can do that at Three Men in a Puma. We will retweet. Will we retweet the funniest? Yeah, I yeah. think we'll retweet we'll all of them. Retweet anything. <laughs> we will retweet anything. Purple-headed womb broom is always a favourite. Yeah, the womb broom before. <laughs> That's terrible. The womb broom. Yogurt spitting snake. <laughs> one-eyed trouser snake is the best. One-eyed trouser snake. Yeah. I uh, talking to people at work. I um. Oh, I'll tie it. I've, <laughs> I've managed to find something. Thanks for that. Right, why, why did you recover? I was called David Brent this week at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I said a joke yeah. to someone, um, and they ended up saying they yeah they thought it was a Brentism or this called David Brent. Or what did you say? The crux of it, the crux of it was they were saying, oh, why are you going to see a stand-up comedian or something on the Sunday or blah blah and all sorts of. Oh, cut a long story short, I think the line I said to them was, well, yeah, I go and see the comedian. I think they thought we were going to go and see a stand-up comedian to nick his material for a podcast. And What's I said, no, I said, that's not entirely, that's not correct. But what you will <laughs> find, entirely we're, paying, we're paying for it. What you, yeah, but what you will find is, if you go and see funny people or watch funny things, you'll find, 
you're funnier. And I said to them, they will find by spending time with me in the workplace, yeah, in they, a work will, they, they, they will become funnier. <laughs> by, de- by associating themselves with me eight hours a day, eight and a half hours a day, half an hour unpaid, they will find themselves funnier in the future. Absolutely. Well, I think you're right there. Well, of course so I'm basically what right. you're saying is you're going to rub off on your colleagues? Uh, yes. Mm, uh, anyway, that is what was that. said. That's what that's how Jimmy Savile got into the trouble, yeah. isn't it? Anything, oh, anything so work-related is edited out instantly. Right, let's finish. Let's finish on some good news. Skip to loaded. <laughs> good news. Let's like, like, that Russell Howard show, Tom. So as, as always, tweet us, uh, text us, down, download the podcast. You know where to get the podcast mm-hmm. and all that. Get in touch with us. If you can't find it, we'll put it for you in a letterbox. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> Back to Savile. <laughs> Lots of good news. Headline from the Sun: Man dancing across Britain for charity gets hit by a car. And the anonymous cyclist as well, I believe, in that same story. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah, I read it this morning. Yeah, <coughs> dancing for Burma. Baby. A, f- a fundraiser who is dancing the length of Britain in a yellow tutu has halted his charity bid after being mowed down by suspected drink driver. Yeah, he's a local boy, Bradford on Avon. Mm. Flamboyant Ben Hammond is skipping and twirling from John O'Groats to Land's End to raise awareness of the oppression in Burma. Oh. It's thwarted by a. Any I mean, no, no relation to Alan, Alan Paul Gad by my work colleague. In a similar area in Wales. Yeah, as well, yeah. So, so the moral of the story is don't go out in the West Country, you will get run over. Yeah, but it was just uh, cuts and bruises and some concussion. So. Okay, that leads us on to the end of the podcast. Is there anything that we need to know for next podcast? There's not, is there? Anything for next podcast? No. Well, we'll just see what the headlines bring us. Who knows what sex scandal or sporting um, headlines there'll be for next week. I don't need to be. Freddie Starr didn't mind too much, but what if it's like uh, it rolls into your Edmonds and what? Oh, this, is, <laughs> this is going to roll and rot. This is going nowhere. No. It's going to be the next celebrity to be brought out. And it's like they're not happening until they get John Crazy. It's like I said earlier in the week, the BBC is the new Catholic Church, isn't it? Definitely, yeah, yeah. Harbouring, sheltering. There must be so many celebrities, celebrities, so many people from back in the year. Like you said before, DLT. What was he putting his cornflakes? <laughs> Ah, Whose hair was he put on his cornflakes? That is edited out. <coughs> You've been listening to? One man. Two men. Three men in a puma. Three men in a puma.